Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we are studying the Bible. We're working our way through the Gospel of John. Today is episode 99, and we're looking at John chapter 5, verses 19 through 24. This is the scene where Jesus has healed the disabled man and is now being criticized for working on the Sabbath. So let's read the passage, John 5, 19 through 24. Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, the Son is not able to do anything on his own, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, the Son likewise does these things. For the Father loves the Son and shows him everything he is doing, and he will show him greater works than these, so that you will be amazed. And just as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, so the Son also gives life to whom he wants. The Father, in fact, judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son, so that all people may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Anyone who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Truly I tell you, anyone who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not come under judgment, but has passed from life to death. Well, Jesus encountered the the disabled man at the pool where he was hoping to be healed by getting into the pool when the angel stirred the water. And Jesus didn't ask him about his faith, didn't seem to tell him anything about the gospel, didn't explain who he was. He just asked, do you want to be healed? And healed the man. Later, he encountered the man at the temple. And that's where the man finally knew who he was. And then he went and told the religious leaders that Jesus was the one who healed him. The controversy was that began when the man got up as Jesus instructed him and picked up his mat. Well, it was the Sabbath, the day of rest. You're supposed to refrain from working on the Sabbath. But this man was picking up his mat. He was working. He violated the Sabbath. In his defense, he said, I'm just doing what the guy told me to do, the man who healed me. They were more concerned about the breaking of the Sabbath than they were about the miraculous healing. It's like, don't bother us about the miraculous healing. Who told you it was okay to pick up your mat? And he said, I don't know. Well, then after Jesus encounters him at the temple, he goes to the religious leader and says, yeah, now I know who it is. It's Jesus. He's the one who healed me. And so they challenge Jesus in that he is not doing things the way he should be doing. That is, he's doing miraculous things of God on the Sabbath. Jesus responds to him and says, well, God still works on the Sabbath, so I'm working on the Sabbath because I am doing the works of God. And he referred to God as my Father. This really upset them. I mean, one thing to violate the Sabbath, but quite another to call God your personal father. So this begins the desire of the religious leaders to have Jesus killed. So today, Jesus is continuing to respond to their concerns. In verse 19, says, Jesus replied. He says, truly I tell you. Now this is the phrase uh, in the original language, direct translations, amen, amen, I say to you. And various translations treat it different ways. King James, verily, verily, I say unto thee. Just truly I tell you. He's, he's saying something important here. Amen, amen. That means this is important. The son is not able to do anything on his own, but only what he sees the father doing. 
Now he's striking a balance here, not because he's trying to please anyone, because he's trying to convey truth. The balance here is seeing Jesus in his humanity, but Jesus also in his divinity. Jesus in his subordinate role, obedient to the Father, yet Jesus is God the Son. And so he's conveying all these things, and it's a challenge for us to keep those in balance. Remember Jesus' humanity, but also remember Jesus' authority, his power. And so he says the Son's not able to do anything of his own, but only what he sees the Father doing is he's not acting independently. And also, he doesn't just imitate what God does. He acts out of his sameness of nature of the Father. So he doesn't just see God do something, and I'll do something like that. He does the things the Father does because of his degree of sameness of the Father. That is, he is God the Son. It continues in verse 19, For whatever the Father does, the Son likewise does these things. Now, key word there, whatever. So whatever the Father does, the Son also does. Not just some things, but whatever the Father does. And so this is balanced between his obedience to the Father, but yet his divinity, that he also is God. Now verse 20, For the Father loves the Son and shows him everything he is doing, and he will show him greater works than these, so you will be amazed. So he's saying that God the Father shows him things, and he does those things. But the point here is there's more to come and even greater things still. Now, is he referring to rising from the dead, or is he referring to what he's talking about here in this passage, that is, judgment? Probably both. You, you think it's an amazing thing to heal a lame man by the pool? Okay, well, you ain't seen nothing yet, so stand by for more. Then, Verse 21, and just as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, so the Son also gives life to whom he wants. Now, he specifically says it's the Father who raises people from the dead, but the giving the life, he also does that. Now, when he says the Father raises the dead gives them life, they would have no problem with that, of course. Yes, that's what God does. But then when he adds that he gives life to people just like that, they would, well, they do take great issue with this. Now, how does this work? Does Jesus raise people from the dead and give them life? Well, he takes people who are spiritually dead and gives them life. The prologue of John says, In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The part of the picture of Jesus bringing life to those who are spiritually dead. And he does this through salvation. People move from death to life. Then he starts talking about judgment. The Father, in fact, judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son, so that all people may honor the Son, just as they honor the Father. Anyone who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Now this, um, being there already, or in a tizzy, this is going to send him over the top when he talks about the fact that God the Father has given him the authority to judge people, and that people will honor him as they honor the Father. And if you don't honor him, you don't honor the Father. This is something we need to remember when we're talking about religion.
It's not just that there's different flavors of religion. There is following Christ and not following Christ. You cannot know God apart from Christ. And that's just, that's the way it is. It's not being arrogant that my religion is better than your religion. This is the way God has set things up. In order to know God, you must come through Christ. And in verse 24, he says, Truly I tell you, so again here he says, the Amen, Amen, I say to you, anyone who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not come under judgment, but is passed from death to life. So he started talking about judgment and saying that judgment is now in his realm that God the Father has given him the role of judgment. And here he explains how it works. Anyone who hears my word. Now, here's my word. It's a way of saying all the things I say, not just the words I say, but the message. Whoever hears my message and believes him who sent me. So here's the message of Christ, but believes God the Father. This is you know, just another example of the unity between God the Father and God the Son. Why is it that I hear the message of Christ but believe God the Father? Well, it's the same message. Uh, Jesus the Son uh, is just bringing the message that God the Father has given him. And so it's somewhat interchangeable here. I, I, I believe Jesus, but... I can't believe Jesus without believing God and vice versa. And what I am actually believing, the information I'm believing, is the message of Christ. And so here we see this unity of God the Father and God the Son. And I hear the message that Christ brings. And I believe it because it's the message that God has sent. And this is how salvation works, by hearing the message and believing believing the message and believing the one who brought the message. Now, this is a, it's a statement of fact. Anyone who hears my word believes in him who sent me has eternal life and will not come under judgment. So he's been talking about judgment, that judgment's now in, in his realm because he's the one who brings the message. So you don't face judgment by believing the message and believing the one who has the message and has sent the message. And then he adds, and it's passed from death to life. This goes back again to the idea of the Son gives life to whom he wants. So he gives life through salvation, through the believing of the message and the one who brings the message. And judgment, the one who believes and follows Christ, is no longer under judgment so this is, a, it's a statement of faith there in verse 24. This is the way it is. But it's more than just a fact. It's an invitation. You too can escape judgment. You too can pass from death to life by believing the message of Christ and believing Christ and the Father who have brought the message. And it's also a challenge. Are you going to do this? Are you going to believe? So it's one thing to say, this is the way it is. It's another to say, and you could do this. And then it's a bigger, it's a challenge. Will you take this step of faith and believe the message of Christ? 
And that's the simple message we've been given, is that if you want to experience reconciliation with God, and you need reconciliation with God because sin separates us from God, well, the way to do that is through believing the message of Christ, that is, believing the gospel and following Christ. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of John.